So when I listen to Annie Downs' podcast, that sounds fun. She always describes it as her having a conversation with her friends and people that she wishes were her friends. Today, I think you're going to want to be friends with our guests. Sometimes I'm tempted to think that the world is a lost cause. And then I have a conversation with young people like these two young women, and my faith is restored in humanity. I hope you enjoy meeting Hannah Beth and Emily Grace, and I hope that you're encouraged just like we were when you're finished listening. So Tim was trying to give me a bunch of questions to ask, like, ask them what their favorite food is and what their favorite color is. And I'm like, Tim, I've got a lot better questions <laughs> their favorite food and their favorite. So, okay, my first question would be, if I was, if I'm just throwing out questions and I'm not saying, Emily, tell me this, or Hannah, tell me this. And if I'm just throwing out questions, is there one of you that would normally always step up to answer the questions? Yes. That would be me. I was going to say Hannah. (laughs) Okay. That's what I thought. Hannah, you can go first. (laughs) I'm Hannah Beth. I'm from Birmingham. Um, I'm 20. I go to Mississippi State and I'm majoring in elementary education. I'm Emily Grace. I also go to Mississippi State and I'm also 20. I'm majoring in public relations with a minor in marketing. Who was born first? I'm guessing Hannah. Yes. Let's see. Have we mentioned that they're twins? Oh, no. They are twins. And I would describe them as on a scale of one to ten, at ten being identical, nine, uh, zero being fraternal. I would say they're like nine. Where would you rate them, Rachel? Well, since it took me at least two years to be able to tell them apart, and I had known them for about seven, I would go with your assessment there. Okay. Until they don't, you know, it's funny because when I would talk to Grant and Reigns about them, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't have a, I've, I don't have a good feel for knowing which one's which. They were like, they don't look anything alike. Of course, they got to see them every day, and I didn't. Right. But I, I mean, obviously, their personalities are much different. Yes. And the things that they, you know, the things that they like different and they do look different. So all of my questions, because I'm fascinated with twins, are going to be twin centric. So I want to know at what point did y'all realize that y'all were twins and that not everybody had a twin sister or not everybody had a twin brother? Or did you always (laughs) know you were different or what? I don't know. I've never been asked this question. Wow. Um, I don't know. I don't think there was ever one moment because we never knew any different. Right. So I guess we just thought that that was normal until it wasn't. When did you meet? Because I know you have friends that are twins. So when did you meet other sets of twins for the first time? I think kindergarten. We met our our best friends that are twins are Emma and Abby. We met them in kindergarten. And then we were all a hit at church because we were four (laughs) best friends that were all twins. I didn't realize that y'all had known each other since kindergarten. Wow. That's a big deal. We call ourselves the quad squad. That is fantastic. But okay, it's Emily and Abby. Emma? Yes. And Abby. Okay, but they're fraternal twins, right? They are, but they look identical. (laughs) They are funny girls. So... And y'all, was it hard for y'all to leave them to go to a different church? It was definitely sad, but we kept up. I mean, our relationship didn't change. When y'all went away to school, 
three of you ended up at state and one of one of you ended up at Auburn. So how was that? It was weird. We got to take Abby with us, but Emma went to Auburn. So the three of us see each other a lot more, but we still got our group chat going strong. So we'll do Abby and Emma. Emma stay in pretty good touch. They do. So there's this whole dynamic of, okay, who went to, did Abby go to Auburn? Abby's with us. Abby's on our side. (laughs) (laughs) So I wonder if Emma feels like she's left out or are there situations when, Emily, will you feel left out because you're not going on this this mission trip? I don't think so because I'm excited to have time at home before we do all our other traveling. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, Hannah Beth has, she knows the lady that they're going to meet in Texas, and I don't. Okay. How difficult is it for y'all to do separate things in terms of, not so much in terms of your personalities, but just like logistics? And I know you share a car and... Logistically, it can be difficult because we'll be like, okay, you have to be somewhere at 5, I'd be somewhere at 5.30, so I'm going to take you there, and then we'll run over there and take you there, but... We're fine doing stuff by ourselves. It's gotten a lot easier in college with different opportunities. Do you think college maybe is the first time some of your personality differences have really started to show up? Yeah, probably. How did y'all pick Mississippi State? What was it about state? There was We only toured two colleges, North Alabama and then we went to Starkville the very next day. I don't know. We just liked the whole experience was great. And then our mom went to state. So we've been cheering for the Bulldogs our whole life. But then we went and we loved it. So we didn't look anywhere else. The marching band was also a big factor because we really wanted to be in band, but we weren't like, oh my goodness, I want to do band every minute. Right. So state was a good balance. What do you mean by that, that state was a good balance? Are there other schools that demand more out of their marching band? Yes, there are other SEC schools that demand a whole lot more time of their marching band. Has that wound up being a really fun experience for y'all? It has been really fun. What's the most fun thing about it? I would say halftime performance. I love a marching band. I mean, there's just really nothing better. For COVID, okay, outside of COVID, what was the most difficult thing about college or has been the most difficult thing about college? Uh, Emily, what you answer that one? I don't know. Lately, when people ask us about, it's hard not to think about COVID related because when we think about how college has been hard this past year, it's like hard to make friends in the environment of being shut in and not supposed to go anywhere. I don't know about not COVID related. (laughs) Speaking of shut in, describe how you're shut in, how you were most, when you went back on campus, describe being shut in. Uh, We weren't allowed to eat. Like we couldn't eat in the cafeteria. It was put all to go meals. So that was different. And then the dorm was different. It was very frustrating to be in the dorm because all of our friends are in the apartment. Um, But the dorm was very strict on the hallways, masks, hanging out at the tables in the dorm. It's all very strict. (laughs) And how is that enforced? The RAs walk around, or they used to. They would walk around. If you didn't have your mask on, they'd give you a warning, and then 
some of them would give you a ticket and you'd have to go talk to whoever's above them. My guess is that y'all probably don't hang out with a crowd that's that talks back to the RAs or <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> problem students. Hannah, how much was your mother an influence in you wanting to be a teacher? I would say a very significant influence. I grew up in the classroom and watching her do what she does best. So it's in my blood. She is the assistant principal at Vestavia West. And West is best. Did y'all, was she ever, surely she was a a teacher and classroom teacher at some point, right? Yes, she was a classroom teacher before. And did y'all ever have her as your teacher? We did not. We weren't allowed to. Y'all weren't born in Birmingham, were you? We were not. We were born in Georgia. But you started school in Birmingham? Yes. Okay. And you started at West? We started in Hoover Schools. Oh, okay. Um, so y'all know, y'all know about your mother's little friend at school. What's her name? The one that wants to be like her. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking I about. I don't know her name. I don't know her name. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing pictures of her. Obviously, you don't like your mother, Emily Grace, if you don't want to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, teaching's just not what I see myself doing. What do you see yourself doing? Great question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm just now getting into public relations classes. Uh huh. And so seeing what interests me in that, I was in a news writing class this semester, and that was very interesting. I enjoyed that more than I thought I would. Really? I interviewed people and then wrote news stories. Like what kind of stories? A lot of this semester was based around COVID. So I did a story about how the children's ministry at our church in Starkville wasn't impacted and how they had to change their normal routine. And then my last paper, my final paper I wrote, I interviewed a lady from our church and her story about adoption. I know you're um, a photographer. Are you thinking something in the like in the web world or the internet world? Are you thinking more like something like a journalist or? I really don't know. I'm the communications coordinator at the BSU. And I, so a lot of that is social media. I'm in charge of social media and design. So I really enjoy that part of it. So we'll see. You know, Rachel and I listen to Rick and Bubba all the time. And I think it would be a lot of fun for you to be an intern on the Rick and Bubba show. That would be fun. Although you'd probably have to get up at the at a very early hour, which I'm not a proponent of. But you know, we just live like three stop signs away, so you could stay here if you you know wanted to roll out and be down there in about three minutes. Oh, that's true. You're very close. Do you think Andrew and Susan are good twin parents? Absolutely. <laughs> well, our, well, our dad is used to twins because his sisters are twins. So is he older or younger? He's older. Okay. Oh, so he had the big brother twins. And they, his sisters wanted to have twins of their own, and they didn't, but dad did. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like he gets ruffled or kind of thrown off by much. Was, was he a little surprised to find out y'all were twins? I think so. I think they both were a little surprised. (laughs) 
is he pretty much low-key all the time or is that a facade on Friday nights? <laughs> nope. He is. He's very quiet all the time. And then sometimes he'll say something hysterical. And then our friends are like, he's so funny. It's just random times he says something. It's funny. I know. We've said that about him ourselves. Yes. Like, he doesn't say much, but when he talks, it's usually got, it's usually something funny. Yep. So, which one of you is more like your dad or more like your mom? I'm definitely my dad. <laughs> we talk about that a lot in the house. <laughs> and how does that show up when the four of y'all are together? Uh, most of the time, it'd be like some kind of situation or minimal argument. It's like my dad and I see the same side of it. And then Hannah and my mom see the same side of it. And then we're just like, well, that's it. (laughs) We're just like the other. Hannah, are you a lot like your mom? Yes, a thousand percent. (laughs) (laughs) What was the most difficult thing about leaving them to go to college? It was hard to leave. We're very close, the four of us. Yeah. So it was very odd waking up in Starkville that next morning (laughs) Uh in a dark little dorm room. Right. It did help because it was fall, so football season. We saw them almost every weekend. Yeah. So that helped the transition before the spring semester. Well, and then you ended up seeing them a lot then, too, because you ended up coming home. (laughs) Yep. When I was in college, I had this group of about three friends that I thought when we graduated from college, we would all live in the same town, on the same street, and we would all just grow old together, much like Rachel now describes the compound that we're all going to live in together. Is it going to be difficult for y'all to possibly not live in Birmingham with your parents and somebody's in Atlanta or somebody's in Colorado or what's that going to be like when y'all? I really haven't thought about it. (laughs) I guess I try not to think about it (laughs) because somebody asked us the other day, somebody walked up to us and said, you and your sister only have two years left together before you go your separate ways. I was like, thank you. (laughs) I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) That is kind of cold, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so y'all are moving into an apartment this fall. Yes. With your two besties. Yes, Emily and Marley. So how strange is it? I know one of the things that I've always, you know, when you're in high school, you're sure that these people are your people from now until. And then you get to college and you find out that really your college people turn out to be more your people forever. How is it that, how does it feel to have Emily and Marley, which I think are probably going to be y'all's people forever? Yes, definitely. No, they're definitely our go-to people. And we, well, Hannah knew them. Hannah knew Marley first from Bible study. And then Emily and I met in New Orleans on a trip, mission trip. And so then we all four kind of were like, hey, we all like each other. Right. And it, it clicked very fast. We have fun. So tell us about the apartment. It's nice. We're very excited. We got, we already have all of our stuff for the living room. And Uh, didn't Andrew say that it's, or Susan say it's a furnished apartment? Yes. It's completely furnished. And it's right by the band room. So we are thrilled because right now from the dorm to the band room is a mile walk. 
one way. Yeah. Wow. Mm-mm. Next Mm-mm. in the fall, it's like going to be a two minute journey from our apartment to the band room. What are you going to do with all your extra time? I don't know. I'm just excited to not be hot by the time I get to practice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get hot when I get there. <laughs> so Emily and Marley did not know each other either. They actually did know each other. They grew up together. Oh, where are they from? They're from Florence, Alabama. Oh, well, that's interesting that y'all went to look at UNA and they wound up being from Florence. It's crazy because we think we were at the same UNA preview day together, but we didn't know. We were so like, how did they decide to go to state? Did they have somebody connected to state? Marley came for her major engineering and then... I think Emily just came because she liked it like the same. She liked it better than UNA and didn't want to stay in Florence. Well, are y'all really going to stay in separate rooms or are you going to end up in one together? Being separate. <laughs> I don't think Anna wants to share anymore. Oh, really? Well, that's kind of different, isn't it? No, she's the one that left me as a child to go to her own room. Oh, I was thinking that was reversed. No. Have y'all ever met people or have one of you had friends that the other one didn't like? Um, I can think of one instance. <laughs> of someone who shall remain nameless? Yes. <laughs> like, so how does that work? I mean, obviously, you know, Chris and I may not like everybody that's exactly the same, but we, we're not together as much as y'all are. Yeah. So is that just sort of a agree to disagree or do you tell each other, you know what? We talked about it. It was, it was several years ago. We talked about it and then we just, sometimes we just split up. So like Emily Grace would go and I wouldn't. Hannah, do you feel like, do you have a desire or do you feel the need to have friends outside of Emily Grace or is it just a, I mean, how does that work? Or do you not care? Is Emily Grace enough? (laughs) You'll you'll always be enough, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely like having our own friends. So we get involved in things separately. Like we're in different Bible study groups and we have different like mentors so that we're not together all the time. But it's funny when I, because the other day I was sitting outside with two friends that I'm closer to and somebody walked by and waved at me and I have no idea who she was. (laughs) (laughs) But y'all are probably used to that, aren't you, right? Yes. (laughs) We just go with it. Just wave back. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about Canacook. So we'll both be at the family camp and I'll be on the nursery staff and Emily is going to be a photographer. So where is it? What's family camp? It's in Branson, Missouri. Oh, you might get to see Donny Osmond while you're there. Do y'all um, know who Donny Osmond is? <laughs> Donny Osmond. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the Justin Bieber of the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And I had a big crush on him. <laughs> Okay, it's in Branson. Have, did y'all go there as campers? We have never been. We okay. had family and friends that went, so we've heard a lot about it. So how did y'all decide that's where you wanted to go work? They posted on Instagram that they were coming to Mississippi State to do interviews. Okay. So we were like, well, 
we'll sign up and see what happens. So we interviewed and then they offered us a job and we took it. So now what if one of you had gotten a job and the other one didn't? Right. Or how many times has that happened where one of you got something that the other one didn't, one of you was offered something that the other one wasn't offered? That happened this semester. We both tried out for the BSU lead team, and one of us got it and one of us didn't, but that's worked out. Is that the first time that something like that that you've both really wanted? That, yeah, that was the first major thing. Who is the better encourager, Emily or Hannah? Emily. Really? <laughs> Do you agree, Emily? Yeah, but I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> that may be what makes you the better encourager. <laughs> so who has the worst temper? I wouldn't say temper, but I, I'm not, I'm not a go with the flow person. Okay. Tell us Emily's about that. Emily's better at that. How so? I like my schedule and I like my schedule to stay my schedule. <laughs> So So COVID was probably really harder on you. Yeah, it was a challenge. Just from the scheduling aspect or from the fact that you didn't didn't know how long it was going to go on or how so? I think the hardest part was being thrown off with schoolwork. Being what? Thrown off with schoolwork. They just said, okay, you're online now. Good luck. (laughs) And... (laughs) If there was not no COVID, you, we'd Hannah. all be. So what will your classroom stuff look like in the fall? I'm not exactly sure. I just know that I begin observations, so I don't know where or what grade yet. Let's see. What else have we not covered? Oh, let's talk about baseball. Mississippi State baseball. Hale State. There you yeah. Go. So I know Jake Mangum isn't there anymore. So let's talk about who is there. Tell us. First of all, do you know any of them? Um, We do not know any personally, but we have some connections. So are we actively stalking any of them? I wouldn't use the term stalking. Okay. I would use the term admiring. Okay. (laughs) Keeping up with. Okay. I like that. Our friend Emily is um, kinesiology. Uh-huh. And that is a majority of their majors, what they are majoring in. So she has classes with all of the athletes. And so it's become kind of a joke. She'll be like, yeah, Logan Tanner's my friend. But I mean, they're not really friends, but yeah, it's a friend <laughs> on the baseball team. <laughs> right. That is very good information for me because, you know, I'm going to have a kinesiology major that I'm very close to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, how excited are y'all about your little friend Reigns joining the club? Very excited. I know. I'm like, it's we're reuniting. Yep. <laughs> Round two. <laughs> well, and you may get the best of Reigns because she will not be living in the shadow of her brother, mm-hmm. who you also know and love, but he's a different bird. <laughs> Okay, so that's kind of funny because I would, the four of you guys are friends, and I would characterize Reigns as more like y'all's personality than Grant. But what was it about Grant that y'all really enjoyed being friends with, like especially that last summer before school started? Before he went to college. I don't know. We had a good time, though. The humor, he was very funny. Lots of laughs. I'm trying to think of when, I mean, I know senior year we hung out a lot, but I mean, because we knew knew y'all, your family. 
but then I guess high school band, we all reconnected. Well, and then senior year, y'all did that musical. Oh, yep. yeah. <laughs> Grant didn't do that musical, did he? Oh, yes, he did. Yep. <laughs> that was a time. What was his role in that musical? He was like in the chorus or something, wasn't he? The ensemble. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, y'all senior year, y'all had come to Dawson, so y'all y'all saw each other at choir. Yes. We were involved um, in a ton of the same extra activities. <laughs> that was the year the band went to Ireland, right? That was, was our that, junior year. That was junior year. Okay. I would say that's where we all, we got closest. Once you travel across the sea with someone. Well, Chris and I can speak to that. Once you've traveled with somebody, you're, you're pretty darn close. Yes. So then y'all did that. Then you were at Dawson and then that was the summer y'all went to Ecuador. So y'all were just a big, it was just a big group. And it was just such a really fun time for all of y'all and for all of us too. It was fun. We had a lot of, we have a lot of good memories. (laughs) Y'all just seem to have had, I don't know, we don't talk about this a lot, Rachel, but y'all seem to have had a lot better high school slash church group experience like that I did, you know, with just good friends and people that your parents didn't have to worry about who you were going out with or who you were hanging out with, so to speak. Unless y'all had some underground activity that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about that on here. <laughs> hey, that has to remain silent. No, we did have a really good group, which they, our parents have thanked us for. <laughs> they have said that several times. Thank you for making good friends. We don't have to worry about you. Yeah, I feel that way too. I mean, life is hard enough, even when your friends are awesome and you can count on them and all that. So, well, and from a parent standpoint, if you're in a group where the influence is going to be positive, it's a whole lot easier to sleep at night. What was the social difference between Vestavia Hills High School and Mississippi State as far as um, things that you were exposed to, like um, same-sex relationships or uh, transgender students, the language, the different language that you had to learn going to a state school? What kind of changes were those it wasn't as drastic as i thought it was going to be but again i think that's all about who you hang out with yes um i don't know if it's just because it's mississippi or what but it really has not been shoved in our face as much as i thought it was going to be which is nice didn't one of y'all have, or maybe both of you, did the teachers get up and say, here are the pronouns that we use or, you know, stuff like that? There are a couple I- of professors that include that in their email mm-hmm. and that ask you to do that as well. But they don't, other than that, I haven't had much discussion about that. In my news writing class this semester, they said, like, when you're supposed to write somebody's name, you have to write their name, but then if the next sentence I wanted to say, he said, 
they tried to encourage me not to say he or she. I was like, well, how am I supposed to write this paper? <laughs> right. That was my first experience this semester. Well, with you said they encouraged you not to do that. How did they propose that you identify that person? They wanted us to describe them like in their environment or something. My instructor said that we could use he and she, so I didn't worry about it after that initial instruction. But I'm glad that they changed, my teacher at least changed her mind about it because I wasn't sure how I was supposed to continue on like that. (laughs) Right. From a news writing perspective and potentially from the perspective that you may be involved in that kind of industry someday, what are your thoughts about sort of the mainstream media and journalism and such that as it is and just sort of the political culture? Did you encounter any of that in your classes? Not really, but I have thought about that. I don't know if I want to, like when I thought about news writing as a career, I really don't know if I want to be involved in that world for a living. I don't know. (laughs) Do you watch the news in general? No. (laughs) Do you not watch it because you don't have time, because you're not interested, because you don't like the way it's portrayed? If it's on, I'll watch it. I just don't choose to. And I guess part of that is time. Like, I don't have time to just sit down and watch the news. I watch it a lot during when we were all stuck at home. We all watched it together. (laughs) That made me kind of get tired of it. So I haven't watched it in a while. Pastor Chris in his sermon today was talking about choosing not to maybe watch the news or be on social media or whatever. And he used the term selective ignorance. I kind of like that because there are just some things I don't need to know about or I don't want to know about. I, I agree. So as Christians, and this is really for all of us, but... How do you, you know, Emily Grace, like it, it, let's say you do end up in some form, either in a news organization or something like that. And Hannah, you're obviously going to be in a, in a classroom. I mean, what's the balance? How, how's the balance of, I need to be in the world, but not of the world. I need to have, I mean, I need to share my Christian influence maybe even in places that I'd probably, I might rather not be. Like, I'm not saying you need to get a job for CNN, but how do you, how do you think in terms of, and I'm asking this really from the, to get the perspective of you as young adults, how do you see your role as a believer in sort of being salt and light in whatever environment you're in? I think it's important to know enough about what's going on. I think I keep up with the news more than Emily. Um, But I think it helps to kind of know what's going on and then you can personally prepare your response to it so that if you are asked about it or challenged, then you're ready with your answer. I agree (laughs) because I don't think if I did go into the news world, I wouldn't want to, I didn't want it to seem like I don't care about issues or situations that don't necessarily apply to me, but are controversial. I think it's important to have Christians in that world though, in journalism and news 
because it can be a very controversial place. <laughs> but I think it is important to know, like what Hannah said, what I stand for if I did go into that. How have you both of you been challenged using Hannah's word in your Christian faith since you've been in college? I think the most challenging part for that in college is choosing to do it. When we're at home, you know, we grew up in a Christian home. So Sunday morning, we all went to church. There weren't any questions about it. And so then when you go to college, you have to choose to continue pursuing that relationship. So we just never stopped. And then we've had several opportunities to grow more in that in college. So I would say college hasn't been a challenge for our relationship with the Lord, but more of a a boost. That's amazing. That's awesome. We made a sort of packed when we first got into college we said we're gonna go to church every sunday we're here once we picked a church and so we've been we've never missed and then that's led to great relationships with people at the church so it's been cool to watch now that we've been there two years sort of minus the covid part how many churches did y'all visit before you settled on the current one that you're in? We did not visit a ton. We went to the BSU basic training as freshmen, which is like a an intro camp for the incoming students. Uh-huh. And they took us to all of the local churches in Starkville, mm-hmm. which helped us rule out some pretty quickly that we weren't very attracted to. Right. So we just fell in love with First Baptist the first Sunday. We had a list of things that were just like automatic, yes, we need to come here. And we've been there ever since. Okay, let's talk about restaurants. Where are some good places to eat in Starkville? There are a lot. Favorites, Mexican is Lata, barbecue, Little Dewey's, and then dessert is this place called Bop's. It's frozen custard. Or if it's past 10 o'clock, you go to Insomnia to get a cookie. We also just discovered Lost Pizza in Starkville. They have good pizza. Okay, have y'all met Mike Leach? Have not. (laughs) I wouldn't even know where to find him. (laughs) Well, in their football office or something? Yeah, but I feel like he doesn't spend a lot of time in his office. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I mean, y'all need to invite him over to band practice. I bet he'd show up. Yep. We have met the president, though, of the university. How'd that happen? He is very good to the band. He comes every year to band camp and brings us ice cream. And so we've met him a couple times. He also goes to our church. (laughs) Oh, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wears a maroon suit. To church? Yes. <laughs> Including pants? Maroon pants? No. He only does the pants for, like, special ceremonies on campus. Obviously, last year, band was very different. But assuming all goes well and they've announced that y'all are going to be fully back on campus and all that. So do you think band will be drastically different? Do you think they'll still be the pretty high numbers of people or do you think fewer people will participate? I think it'll be back to what we knew freshman year. From what we've been told, a lot of people are auditioning right now and I think incoming people are excited for the possibility of it being normal. I think the numbers will look the same. So what have we what have we not asked you that you think we should know? What have you always wanted to say on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never thought I'd ever be on a podcast. 
Is this the first one you've been on? Your dreams have come true. (laughs) This is my first podcast, yeah. But it won't be last, sister. Have y'all listened to any of the other episodes? We have. I like the one about Kevin because I didn't know that much about his job. It was interesting to hear. He's a very interesting man. Our friend is going into pharmacy. And I was like, I actually listened to a podcast the other day. (laughs) A man that does hospital pharmacy. (laughs) All right. Tell us, each of you come, tell us one thing that we don't know about you. And tell us one thing we don't know about your sister. Uh, I would love to work in the White House one day for even like a short period of time. I think that would be fascinating. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched The West Wing? No. Somebody else told me to watch that, though. It's good. Start tonight. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what's your go-to order at a Mexican restaurant? Fajita quesadilla. Susan Jr. <laughs> Emily, what's your go-to order at a Mexican restaurant? I also get that, but then also in Starkville, we discovered P5, which is rice, chicken, and queso on top. Tell anybody that's never been, why? what's your favorite thing about Friday Night Mexican and why everybody that hasn't been should come? It's always a fun time. There's always laughing, good food. It's always an experience. I don't know. Sometimes there's special guests. Last time we were there, your friend that drove how it yes. drove just for Friday night. So it's obviously special. And by the way, I was really sad to not get to spend more time with y'all. I know. So but I knew that we would see you at some point this summer. But y'all will have somebody in your life that you've had that you've been friends with for 30 years. And one night he or she will surprise you. And it drive two hours for cheap Mexican. Yeah. All right, Hannah, what's the best thing about Friday night? What's your favorite thing about Friday night Mexican? I like hearing everybody's stories every week. It's something new. Such is life. You can find the Taco Table on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on Instagram at Taco Table Online. Please share with your friends and subscribe so you can be notified every time there's a new episode. Thanks for joining us, and remember, there's always plenty of tacos for everyone.